Quantum Kickflip is a proud member of the Alberta Podcast Network. Locally grown, community supported. Previously on Quantum Kickflip. I scored us tickets to Multipalooza, and it's headlighted by Ramona Nova, who is only one of the coolest singers of our generation. I have heard that Ramona Nova is looking at starting her own music label, and I happen to have a demo tape. Jet Collective made Multipalooza back in the day. The way that the festival's changed, Jet Collective wouldn't go anywhere near that kind of thing. You see a teenaged girl with a tangled, matted mess of black hair. This is uh, Ramona Nova. Oh my God, I can't believe I'm talking to Glitch Girl. You're like legit famous and stuff. And I should know, because I'm legit famous and stuff. She cracks open a, a, another panic energy drink. <laughs> the, the third in two hours. Oh, we gonna roll to see if you can pull a lanyard from the multiverse? Yeah, like I know I won't be able to get a specific one, but I figure I can get one that looks close enough. Further up the beach, a set of twisting interwoven water slides have been co-opted into a massive floating obstacle course. I, I, I'm with uh, with uh, Lazy Bunny. They would like to uh, propose a propose a head-to-head match. We don't want to deprive any of you of this wonderful opportunity. Really, all four of you should do it. I listen to your tape, and and it's good. Um, of course, you'd have to sign the standard NDA and, and forfeit all rights to the song, but I, I think this would make an excellent number for, for Ramona. I think she could uh, <laughs> she could definitely see performing this on the next album. It might even be a single. If you don't mind, I would like to have my tape back. Really, it's, it's notoriously tricky to define authorship. It might really be prudent to just take the offer. Hey everybody, welcome back to Quantum Kickflip, a Slug Blaster actual play podcast. My name is Robin, I am your Slug Master Game Blaster podcaster, and with me are five of my best and funniest friends in the world, uh, and they are going to introduce themselves for you now uh, in the order of how many active tabletop RPG games they are currently involved in, uh, most to least. I have an idea for a tiebreaker if we need it, but Go! I'm pretty sure that's Liam. It's me. Hi, everyone. My name's Liam. I uh, used escapist role-playing fantasy to escape uh, reality. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and I am part of, like, seven, including this podcast. Loose number. But uh, that's just because, like, gosh darn it, I just love playing games with my friends so much. Just like Lake Marsden, my character, she is using the heart playbook. My name's Dave, but I'm playing Chester Capone, the Grits playbook. And he has some fancy powered armor. And uh, he might be tough, but he also, you know what? He does care. Hi, everyone. Uh, my name is Lena Anderson, and I am playing Angus Franklin. He is the Guts Playbook with the Skip Mode Runners. Hey, everybody. My name is Glenna Showalter. I am playing Elliot Buchanan. She is the Chill Playbook. Uh, she has a guitar, and she also has a Voidware backpack. And I'm Michael Vetch. I hate games, I hate role-playing, but I love tabletops. Uh, uh, Today I am here uh, playing uh, Nick Lowe, the Smarts Playbook. He's an enthusiastic, sword-wielding, anime-loving adventure boy. Jumping around, running on walls. Maybe he likes games. Not me. And as mentioned earlier, uh, my name is Robin. I'll be hosting the show, and... uh, I'm pretty concerned that tabletop RPGs are are uh, leading our youth to Satan. 
or Super Satan, as the case may be. Um, <laughs> cool. So quick recap before we get into it. Uh, Elliot, you were made an offer by uh, Ramona Nova's manager, Juliet St. Clair, who uh, listened to your demo, loved it but doesn't want to sign you to perform on Ramona's label. Uh, instead, she wants to buy the song for Ramona to perform and have you sign an NDA and give up all rights to your own song, which you are not on board with, but you've kind of been threatened at this point with some uh, some legal action, and it looks like they're willing to make life hard for you. Uh, meanwhile, Angus and Nick, you've been challenged by the four members of Lazy Bunny to a race on the Scram Cat Crash course, which is a, an obstacle course built on a, on a set of water slides. Uh, and you and you challenged all four of them to a head-to-head match. Uh, they're looking to kind of cash in on a little bit of your credibility, uh, and you're looking to just destroy them in this race. Uh, and finally, Chester, you are by the stage, I believe. You're 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 there also. Uh, so I think first off, we're gonna get into it with uh, with Angus and Nick over at the crash course. So let's lay out how this is going to work because we haven't really done a, uh, a chase slash race like this before. So like normal, you're rolling your action rolls. Uh, six is an unequivocal success. Four or five is a, is a mix and one to three is a, a failure or a, a problem. We're going to have a progress clock, which shows how close you are to the end of the course and a threat clock, which shows how close they are to the end of the course. So how it's going to work, if you roll a success, you advance your clock. Uh, if you roll a mixed success, both clocks advance. And if you roll a failure, just their clock advances and yours doesn't. But since that is pretty slanted towards their clock advancing, uh, you can also add things like extra dice, which will uh, increase your odds of success, and kick, which will allow you to check multiple letters of your success track at, at the same time. So the threat clock is going to be Bunny, B-U-N-N-Y, and the progress clock is going to be Gravity, G-R-A-V-I-T-Y. All right. Uh, so you do have a little bit longer to go because the odds are kind of slanted in their favor. It's four versus two. Uh, had you guys challenged just two of them, it would have been weird and Bunny, and it would have been a little little more even, but this is, this is the penalty for challenging all four. That said, there will be a style bonus in it for you if you can pull this off because you did go for, for the extra challenge here. So you'll you'll get some crew style if you're able to pull this off. All right. And I'm not gonna get extra style as the guts at all. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, all right. Any other questions, or or should we start this race? Let's go. Woo. Uh, you have to listen to the same uh, freckle-faced teen go through the entire uh, safety spiel again that you've already heard once about. You know you. You race at your own risk, and you you can't hold us legally liable heel for anything tap, that heel tap, happens. Heel tap. <laughs> <laughs> Just speeding your way through it, uh, and so he says, uh, "You you understand the rules of the course?" Yes. Uh, in unison, all four members of Lazy Bunny say, "Super cool." <laughs> Let's do this. Uh, their manager steps up and is like, "All right, uh, now I want a clean race here. This is all in uh, in good fun, and it's going to be mutually beneficial. So, how should we? Uh, what should I?" How should we start this? What should be the signal? Uh, I'll I'll yell three, two, one, go. I guess. Brilliant. As you guys take your place at the top of the slide here, you can see that there are, are multiple slides originating from the same platform here, and it looks like each of them uh, leads into a, a similar sort of course. But you can't really see too far ahead here, so you're not really able to uh, to prep yourself for what is in store for you. Uh, as you're taking your place. 
all four members of Lacey Bunny uh, pat each other on the back and go, I got your back, I got your back, I got your back. Jesus. <laughs> uh, and then they all put their hands into the middle and go, and Lazy Bunny. Uh, and then they take their starting positions. Ouch. Oh, that cuts to my improv core. <laughs> and the manager is like, all right, everyone, everyone ready? Everyone's on your marks? Okay. Let me just uh, check my watch here. And uh, three, two, one, now. And off everyone goes. I'm going to say it's the two of you on one. Like, they're, they're big, wide water slides. So the two of you are on one slide and then the... Members of Lazy Bunny are split like two and two on two other slides. So I think the first section here hasn't been modified too much. It is just a water slide, but it it takes some pretty quick twists and turns, and it's very slick. Uh, so I think the challenge here is just navigating the water slide itself uh, before it branches off into its own separate thing uh, without tumbling off of the side. So who wants to roll for this water slide portion? I had a, a bit of an opening gambit, if, if you didn't, unless you had something, Lena. Nah, go for it. I think Nick sort of tries to take the lead position of the two, and drawing out his Negatana, he's going yeah. to utilize the aspect of uh, Nega Friction Wake, in which I roll to boost your speed as your sword accelerates through matter, even air, and pulls you along. And I think the idea is, like, if Nick's going faster like that, it'll create a bit of a slipstream for Angus to, to drag along as well. Amazing. I love it. Let's get a roll for that, uh, as well as anything you're adding to it from your playbook or your device, trying to look cool, etc. Yeah. Uh, I think especially off the top, we, we got to be looking cool. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But I'll use uh, a device boost and also a kick. Cool. And you can also share these between you. Like, you have several roles, so you want to try to sort of ration these out a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's also the uh, the boost pool, or the, the, the hype dice for the team. Uh, and you guys can also freely uh, exchange resources and dice uh, as needed for any of these roles. First, first big move, do we think we use a team hype as well, or...? Go for it. I can refill them next session. Yeah. Let's do it. We'll we'll pop one of those. So I'll be rolling 3d6 with a kick added on as well. Yes. That's a six. Yeah. Amazing. And sorry, (laughs) did you end up adding a kick to that? Yes, one kick. Uh, Awesome. So that is going to check off two letters of gravity. Uh, Michael, paint me a a word picture of this, this opening gambit. When they were sort of at the start line... Uh, Nick was on his board in a ready stance, but also had his hand on the hilt of the sword. And just after, uh, did their, was it their manager? Does he have a name? Was he... uh, Perry Turkins. His name is Perry Turkins. Uh, so yeah, just after Mr. Turkins finishes the three, two, one, now, uh, Nick shouts, Negatana, fourth form, velocity thrust! <laughs> and with that, that's the drawing of the blade, a quick flip through the air, and thrusting forward, it begins to cut through it sort of displaces the air and also splashes up some more of the water that was on the slides and begins to speed both Nick and Angus along down the, the chute of this water slide. Yeah, and I think you get the uh, the attention of all four members of Lazy Bunny. They, like, up until this point, they have not looked threatened at all. They've just kind of been like, oh, this will be a cakewalk, uh, easy way for us to, to get some clout. We'll, we'll challenge these up-and-comers and, uh, and, and defeat them handily, but... Uh, as you look back, uh, all four of their uh, jaws drop. All four of them in unison, obviously. <laughs> of course. <laughs> um, so you go rocketing ahead. Uh, they are, uh, they're still after you. They're still hot on your trail. But um, at least for the moment, uh, they have been left in, 
in your literal wake. That feeling of euphoria of, of pulling ahead is amazing, but it is also short-lived as you're, you're able to sort of navigate the water slide portion uh, and come out the other side of it. And you kind of come up over the lip on one side. There's like arrows directing you. Uh, and now you're on a free-floating platform. It has like a concrete surface on the top. And then underneath, one of those big mega friction coils is sort of powering it to just sort of hover in the air above the water. This platform extends in front of you, and you can kind of see that to the right, there is uh, like a padded wall, and to the left, there is just open Belvalarian sea uh, stretching off into the distance beneath you. And you can see that there are sections of the wall that pop out and uh, and back in mm. to sort of knock people off the side. And certain sections are also rotating to sort of throw off your, your forward momentum. It's a real wipeout obstacle course situation. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you're into the more obstacle course-y uh, part. Who is going to roll for this section? Uh, I can take this one. Sure. Cool, cool. And I'm not sure how well this is gonna go <laughs> okay just my first impulse was like oh if there's the open air to my left then i shall go to my left but i also don't know if the if the obstacle course carries on below you know what i mean uh yeah it can like you're you're wanting to try to skip a section of the course like yeah basically like take a free fall kind of <laughs> approach yeah that's like a I'm going to say that that will require some kick. Oh, yeah. So, like, if you do it, you're going to mark extra letters because you've skipped a section of the course, but there are also potential consequences to free falling off of an open ledge <laughs> into, the, into the ocean. So we'll see how this shortcut works out for you. But, uh, yeah, let's uh, let's get a roll for that uh, along with anything that you're adding on to it. Uh, yes, yeah, so I am adding a kick, uh, of course. I will add a die from my skip modes maybe it's the kind of thing where i'm like i almost like do a mini teleport to like course correct i i shoot straight off the platform and i'm falling for a bit and then like i glitch out and go to the side yeah yeah and are you bringing nick along with you or is this angus skipping ahead uh i think he does like a this way come over here wave with his arm okay i'm down for that yeah, that's how we'll play it, is it is going to take a teleport, so you're each going to roll if you want to do it. Uh, that's how we'll kind of resolve the, can you do it? Well, you can if you can teleport, so each person is going to have to roll individually to try and make this. If either of you gets a success, you are moving your clock forward, but you're both taking on the potential risk. Uh, or Nick, you can uh, hang back and, and wait for your next opportunity. No, I think, I think Nick's up for it to follow along. Cool, then let's get rolls from both of you and uh, add whatever you're adding from your playbooks and uh, devices. Yes, 2d6 plus kick. I am looking cool as I am up here suspended in the air, careening to an unknown fate. Jesus. Oh no. <laughs> I rolled a three. Oh boy, that's gonna mark their progress track. And uh, I think specifically because you tried to look cool here, there's gonna be uh, additional problems that you're gonna have to deal with, uh, which is probably gonna be a slam. So we're gonna mark their progress track. They have the, the B in bunny now. Uh, yeah, and I, I think you just you try this maneuver. Uh, you think you've got a clear shot, but you just don't quite calculate the distance uh, correctly. And it looks for a second like you've just completely overshot and you're gonna go plummeting into the ocean and just sort of be out of commission for the rest of the race. Uh, but at the last second, you're able to, to grab onto the side of this ledge uh, and sort of find purchase there. So you're, you're, uh, you haven't gained any ground, but you also haven't, haven't flown into the sea below. 
Um, and as you're hanging there, one of these sections of wall comes out and, uh, and knocks you, and you are going to take a banged-up slam from that. forget, can we nope for others? You can. I'll nope it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna nope the noper. Michael, Why are y'all noping for Angus? Because Angus covered for Nick last time, and he always knows. Alright, so how are you how are you noping? Like uh, Angus phases out of existence and then and then reappears, but he's overshot it. Uh, he's not gonna make it. Uh, how how are you noping this for him? I think Nick pops inside and he's delaying his teleport. So instead of going at the point where he would have, he holds his fall a little longer so we can try and catch up to Angus and then try and warp the boat. Alright. So yeah, I think you're able to uh, catch up to Angus, grab onto him in midair, and you're able to pull him along with you and save him from uh, from the slam and from his fate there. Uh, but now you're both in freefall, and so we are going to need another teleport roll. I think from this, it's a tougher angle, but uh, Nick Nick is good with good with the math on it. So I'm going to use two of the dice from my smarts pool and and that kick that I need for the for the trick to pull through. So you're rolling three dice total. Yes, yeah, three d six with a kick. Um, instead of you rolling two of your own dice, may I offer you one of mine? Sure. As you are about to activate your slip rattle, Angus is also uh, setting up his energy tensor, and it's going to be like a, a joint teleportation effort. Three d six. Woo! A two, a two, and a six. <laughs> Unreal. Glad one of us is rolling well now. <laughs> one more progress track, marks. You guys get the A in gravity. Yeah, describe to me this uh, this slick maneuver. You're in free fall. It looks like you're going to go into the ocean, but then... Ooh, I think, yeah, so uh, Nick delays his teleport, and he's trying to speed himself up to catch to Angus. I think if Angus's energy tensor bounces him back up to Nick, and then that's when Nick uh, cuts through... Oh, Nick makes the slice of the Negatana, opening the hole through space-time, and then both of them slide in through the hole from different angles and pop out together on the other side. Incredible. Uh, yeah, and that was going to actually, because you guys were taking a shortcut there, but did you add kick to your roll just now, Michael? I did, yes. Yeah, so then that takes two, two progress tracks. You guys are at uh, grab out of gravity. You just have three letters yes. left. Lazy Bunny is, is falling way into the back. Uh, you're like technically cheating, but I guess it's fine. Because <laughs> um, there were no rules established. Cool. You guys find your bearings. You realize that what you have entered into here is like a series of platforms that are, that are I guess, still floating above the ocean, obviously. Uh, but these ones are styled as jumps. And the idea is like you got to jump from one to the next and get enough speed going. So there's like little little ramps up and ramps down, and you're you're trying to like clear this series of jumps to get to the other side of this section. Who's making a roll for the jumps? Uh, <laughs> I've been uh, rolling clown shoes, but I'll give it another go. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Let me know what you're adding, and and uh, and you guys have been marking your style for the for the look cools. Oh, uh, when way. I succeed, I will. <laughs> Yes, fair. Nick, you've been marking your style? Uh, I'd only announced the looking cool on the first bit. Fair enough. Okay. Uh, Let's get that roll, Uh, Angus. I would like to add two kick and a d6. Amazing. I'm going to add the kick from my skip modes 
and the d6 from my guts ability. And I am looking cool. So 2d6. I, two I'm going to give you a d6 from, from smarts right back. Oh, heck. Thank you so much. <laughs> Maybe there's there's a matter of like Nick is helping in, in trying to figure out the timing of, of things as they go. I love that. And if there's anything we've learned from this run, it's that we need to roll at least three dice for this yes. to go off. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> All right, let's oh, see baby. it. Oh, baby! A two, a two, and a four. <laughs> All right. Uh, and you added kick to that? I added two kick. Oh, boy. Like, I guess that would do it then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you, uh, you will get a problem here, but describe to me your, uh, your, your maneuver here. Describe to me navigating this final portion. I think it's sort of a series of jumps leading up to one big final jump that takes you across the finish line. We're taking a moment. Nick is mathing out the algorithm. Uh, Then Angus taps his toe on the platform, and everything slows Mm -hmm. down. Blue Danube starts playing in his head. Uh, (laughs) And he takes the extra time granted him from the time slow plus Nick's uh, uh, instructions. He moves from one platform to the next. As he's about to go on the big jump, he does uh, his little stinker move, jumps over the second last platform, pulls the hoverboard out from under his feet, starts running as fast as he was hoverboarding. I think, and did you guys try to, did you try to look cool on this one, I guess? Yeah. So you can mark your style there. I think that is where the the problem comes in is, yeah, you guys do this incredible maneuver. It looks amazing. You guys have cleared this course in record time. The the scoreboard lights up as you cross. The the four names are bumped down in favor of, of uh, the two of you. Angus, in doing this little sinker move of yours, did you also, you know pull ahead of, of Nick uh, so that your name could be top on the scoreboard. I feel like that would be a very Angus move, but I, I don't want to speak for you. <laughs> oh, are you going to do him dirty? Oh, I'm going to do Nick. Di- uh, I mean, you're going to be the top two names, but who's the top one name? I think Angus is going to pull ahead. <laughs> he, he can't lose a race to Nick. He has his pride. <laughs> Ah, uh, fantastic. And I think with your, your time warping abilities, you're able to to take that opportunity and just sneak through. That that stunt of pulling your hoverboard out and landing on your feet and running looks amazing. It does, however, you land hard on your on your ankles. Uh, and I think you're gonna you're gonna sprain something there. Oof. And that's gonna check your second slam box. Yeah, yeah, I guess I'll take that that slam. You don't wanna you don't wanna you don't wanna you don't wanna do anything. No, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna say nope. Nick nopes again. No, I'm noping. I'm noping. Get out of here, Nick. Get out of here. I got trouble to mark. I'm noping it. I like that. Whoever takes the slam I land on that platform, do a baller roll. Cause if you roll, then it's cool, and then you're not gonna hurt yourself. Uh, Angus learned that in the one month of karate he took. <laughs> uh, it super does hurt. You land perfect form and then scream. Um, but no one can hear it over the sound of the applause. Uh, you look out and, and you see all these people uh, gathered around the, the finish line cheering. Uh, you catch a glimpse of, of your friend Lake and, uh, and some weird girl 
uh, with, with a, a neck tattoo next to her, and you're not sure who that is, but they're both going nuts as the scoreboard lights up with uh, with your names. Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, it lights up with Nick and, <laughs> and uh, or Angus and Nick, and then there's like a little like graphic that, that comes up like when you win at bowling, uh, <laughs> and, and, the, and the name Weird Gravitron is displayed for all the <laughs> And then you see someone, like, in real-time backspace and fix it. (laughs) (laughs) That's us for gravity. Fantastic. Uh, We'll talk later about crew-style bonus, because I said that there would be a bonus in it for you for challenging all four, and you you handily handed them their asses. So, well done, Weird Gravity. Woo! Way to go. As you you, uh, land on the ground here and you you look to each other, do you have have anything that you want to say to one another after, after taking on this feat? Angus pulls Nick in for a hug, and while they're hugging, he says, I win. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Nick's too ecstatic to be brought down by it or anything. Similar to their very first race, as the hug is separating, Nick is already babbling like, Oh my gosh, Angus, I can't believe you were were still faster than me! I gotta keep working! Those shoes are incredible! I can't believe you had so much control when we were going over the jumps, and then we also... I didn't think we were gonna get that teleport, but then you got the teleport, and then we got right through! Honestly, I need to figure (laughs) out how your slip rattle works and work some of that technology into the energy tensor. This has been glitching out lately! We we gotta take a day in the lab, man. We gotta take a day in the lab! Oh, absolutely! I'm sure there are things I can take from your Rift Ninja sneakers, although they did not come into play, and that is frankly rude that you have two awesome devices and you only used one, okay? So I'm trying to show you up here so really rude of you nick uh i'm marking three crew style on on your crew oh, tab uh, congratulations mm-hmm. yeah angus is similarly just like over the moon <laughs> you see the members of lazy bunny all kind of come up because it's you know they were quite a ways behind but once nick is done babbling they're they're slowly pulling and they, they come in one after another in in the perfect order that they were on the scoreboard <laughs> earlier uh and bryce is like well it uh wow it looks like you guys really got some moves you kind of Kind of skipped a whole section of the race, which doesn't seem particularly sporting. But I guess it's uh, slug blaster, no rules. Super the cool. The open air Super is cool. right there. <laughs> as long as you make it back on the track over the line. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Anyone you, uh, anyone you walk away from. Well, c- c- cool guys. Super, super cool. And all the other members are like, yeah, yeah, super cool. Super cool. We should totally, we should totally slug blast together again sometime. Would you guys be down for that? And Dylan's like, uh, would we be down for that? Yeah, I think we'd be down for that. In your dreams. <laughs> and all of them are like, Dylan! <laughs> and he's like, nah, I'm just messing. Anytime, guys. Dylan. Uh, Big free stream <laughs> handshake. <laughs> so you you guys are, are riding that high. You've you've beaten the sellout crew and you're you're here uh, making a name for weird gravity. And as you look at the, the at the crowd of all these people who are applauding and taking note, uh you you catch a glimpse of a couple of people. There's there's someone in like in like a dark hoodie with the hood up and someone else in sort of like a knit cap that's like pulled down low. Um, and it just like, they, you know, bunch of slug blasters. They don't particularly stand out or anything, but you notice that like the one looks, looks operablen and they're next to another one that looks then Spartian and it kind of triggers something in your memory. You're pretty sure that you see the members of jet collective in the audience. Uh, and they look like they're kind of trying not to be noticed. But we're going to leave that there and pick up on that another time. <laughs> we're going to catch up with Chester. Chester is in the mosh pit currently. Uh, I believe you were uh, last uh, jamming out to the uh, the band um, Elvira Entwistle that uh, that Elliot had met. Uh, and you, you just, you're having a great time in the mosh pit, thrashing around, dancing. 
uh getting getting your party on yeah yeah i'm in there and i'm like just punching in front of me just violently and just like i'm totally here (laughs) (laughs) so i think you're you're at that for quite a while and at a certain point you you start to realize that it's it's been a minute since you saw elliot elliot had gone off uh into you know you you caused a successful distraction which got her backstage but it's starting to concern you a little bit that you haven't seen her for a while um and no sooner does this hit you that like oh i haven't seen her i'm maybe things went wrong maybe i need to go check up on her i gotta figure out what happened here um that you spot her making her way out of the artist backstage area side stage area uh and you can pretty easily go catch up to her uh yeah yeah so i i I start like making my way through which is pretty easy because i am uh fully suited up with power armor and just kind of like walking and trying to slip through but often it doesn't matter i'm going to push people over regardless and i i make my way over towards elliot hey elliot so how did it go um uh oh no it didn't it didn't go well did it no um well you you know what graham capone always says the moon wasn't made of green cheese in one day (laughs) (laughs) your graham capone's a smart lady yeah yeah well what happened um i gave them my tape uh because you know ramona nova was supposed to be starting this new label uh so i thought maybe i could get on that label and that would be cool uh and then and then her her agent this sinclair lady said the tape was really good and that as long as i signed an nda uh ramona would start singing it so so that means you get your song in right and then uh, you get to sing it when she sings it no uh, oh she she just gets to have your song yeah oh. and when i told her i didn't want that she said she was going to take the song anyway. They have my tape. They didn't give it back. She doesn't even know what the song is about. Hey, hey. It's, hey, it's, it's about... It's about the first universal movie monster that was a woman. She was... She was an ape woman. They... they she was so badass and, and they couldn't tame her and she was awesome and it's what I want my whole career to be like and now it's just it's just gone I don't have the song anymore and I'm just here and I'm hey it's okay so you you gave them the song what did you do I told them no well that's good because as Graham Capone always said if your friend demands to give them gifts then your friend is actually the tax man He's got a lot of ones about the tax man, huh? The IRS uh, gets way too much into your business. You know, Graham Capone has had run-ins in the past. It's a part of it. The tax man's a little different in the old (laughs) (laughs) country. Well, I'm glad. I'm I'm glad that you you kept it. It, They shouldn't be taking advantage of you. Yeah, but now they have the tape and... If I try and say the song's mine, they're gonna sue me. So you, can, so you can't go get it back, because they'll recognize you. But they didn't see me, Elliot. Yeah, Chester. I'm gonna go get your tape back. And she smiles real big and gives him a big hug. Mm-hmm.
friends, it's your Slugmaster Game Blaster, your SMGB, and it's just occurring to me now that I should probably look up that acronym and make sure it's not a wild sex thing, but anyway, it's Robin! I uh, just wanted to give you a huge thank you for listening and for sharing the show with friends, because that's literally the most important thing for our show, and we appreciate it so, so much. We are at Quantum Kickflip on all platforms. Please hit us up and uh, tell us what you think of the show, and if you want to tell Apple Podcasts in the form of a review, that'd be even better! Uh, we're also on Patreon we're for just five bucks a month. You can get early access to every new episode of Quantum Kickflip, as well as bi-weekly bonus content like interviews, outtakes, and lots of other stuff. I'm going to be uploading some loopable versions of all the music from the show. Uh, so if you play tabletop RPGs and you want some funky synth to score your games with, you should definitely sign up to our Patreon. Uh, I'd also like to thank our sponsors at the Alberta Media Arts Alliance Society, whose goal is to advocate, educate, and celebrate the media arts in Alberta. You can check them out at amaas.ca. And our sponsors, the Alberta Podcast Network. They have a bunch of amazing locally made shows over at albertapodcastnetwork.com. Uh, we release Quantum Kickflip bi-weekly, so the conclusion of this popularity adventure will be up on Wednesday, September 1st, wherever you get your podcasts. And we're going to get you back to the action right away here, but first, I'm going to throw it to Lazy Bunny for a super cool shout-out from our sponsors. All right. Hi. Hey, everybody. Great to be here. Great to be here. We're Lazy Bunny. I'm Bryce. That's Paisley. I'm Paisley. This is Sally. Sally. And that's Dylan. I'm Dylan. Dylan. And we're here to tell you about our sponsor. This episode is sponsored by Rumi. With warmer weather comes yard work and lots of it. Prune your trees and shrubs, clean your eaves troughs, replace those drafty windows you noticed over the winter, or you can just call Rumi to take care of all your outdoor and indoor spring home maintenance while you fire up the barbecue and relax. Dylan! <laughs> Visit Rumi.ca, that's R-U-M-I dot C-A, or call 1-844-777-7864, and let Rumi's trusted local experts take care of your yard so all you have to do is enjoy it. Now this episode is also brought to you by Pod Power. With Pod Power, our sponsors are making it possible for us to amplify the voices of Albertans and Alberta podcasters. This episode, Edmonton Community Foundation is helping us give a pod power shout out to High Level Hip Hop. Presented by CGSR, it's a deep dive into Edmonton's hip-hop scene and the artists helping shape it. The show takes a unique approach to introducing listeners to the OGs and Youngbloods of Edmonton's hip-hop scene. This show is aimed at those who love local music but might not have had a chance to fall in love with the city's surprisingly diverse hip-hop scene. Each episode features an interview with a local artist plus a fresh track they recorded at CJSR. Check out episodes with Arlo Maverick, Please Be Nice, and more throughout the season. High Level Hip Hop is produced by CJSR, Edmonton's campus and community radio station. Download it wherever you find podcasts and at highlevelhiphop.transistor.fm. Say, who's your favorite rapper team? Probably Vanilla, vanilla Ice. Ice, for vanilla sure. Ice, yeah. I was also going to say Vanilla Ice. That's wild. Or maybe Snow. Anyway, the people who run this podcast know way more about hip hop than us, so check it out today. Now let's get you back to the action. Super cool. All right, and from that heartwarming scene, uh, I think we got to go catch up with the winners of the Scramcat Crash Course. Uh, Nick and Angus, y'all just handed Lazy Bunny's butts to them. You're uh, you're down on the finish line. Everyone's cheering. Uh, Ramona and Lake are also there. They're in the little like VIP front and center area cheering you guys on. Uh, actually, Lake, I guess have you uh, would you be hanging out with Ramona, or would you have run over to rejoin your friends and celebrate with them? Uh, I I think Lake would try to have both. Um, she'd invite her friend Ramona to come meet her friends, the winners of this thing, uh, as she rides her crazy, you know, touring 
energy drink high all the way to the moon. That's fair. I think actually like Link hops the barrier to go run out and meet up with her friends and like security orbs are like, whoa, that's not okay. And then Ramona follows and they're like, oh, celebrity. Okay, yeah, it's fine. Um. (laughs) Oh my God, Angus, is that your name on the board? I can see your name on the board. And then Nick's name is underneath. And it's like the highest names on the board. The ones on the top of the board are the ones that are the best ones, right? That's you got the highest score. You got the smallest number, but highest up the board, right? Yeah, did you see us out there? Yeah, yeah, I caught the caught the tail end of it. I was hanging out with a Ramona Nova. Also, yeah, this is Ramona Nova. She's a, a award-winning pop sensation. Uh, and I also I had the energy drink. Wow, I thought I talked fast. Angus looks at Ramona without thinking. He looks down at Lake's feet and then like looks back up. Are you okay? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I just went, went to the VIP panic room and they had a bunch of different kinds of panic. And so I've even had, I've had panic from like the lost continents and stuff. It's pretty exciting. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, make sure you get a drink of water, I guess. Where's Elliot? Yeah, uh, Elliot was back talking to uh, one of Ramona Nova's people. She gave him the demo. It's super exciting. They're like really interested. Oh my god, it's really everything's coming up for everybody. I tell you what, this is so exciting. Sorry, I missed a thing when you were talking really fast. You said this is Ramona Nova right here. This per- person here is Ramona yeah. Nova. Is right here. Is this person is Ramona Nova? Yeah, this is my friend Nick. He's he's heckin' smart and uh, he's he's got a, a, a cool katana. Uh, Nick turn Nick turns as red as his sword. Ramona turns to you guys like, yeah, hey, uh, n- nice uh, nice to meet you guys. And and uh, you're Angus. Then you're the one with your name up on the top spot of the board. Pretty impressive. Yeah. How'd, uh, how, how'd you manage to, to beat Lazy Bunny? I mean, they're, they're one of the most famous groups going, and you guys just made it look made it look super easy. I don't know. We're a great team. They're good. We're better. <laughs> yeah, we've you got met the, Elliot, right? We, yeah, we've got the power of friendship. Oh, man, Angus and I have raised so many times. It's like, no, no wonder he won the thing, because he's beat me just about every time we've ever raised. And, like, puts puts her arm around Angus and, like, really, like, shakes a little um and in the distance kind of over ramona's shoulder you can see some of the members of jet collective who you had been assured would be way too cool to ever come to this corporate sellout of a festival but they seem to be here and they seem to not want to be noticed um and you you see that now having seen what they came here for they saw who won they saw lazy bunny get schooled uh like you still got eyes on them but they're they're starting to move away and you might lose track of them uh before too much longer there um but as you're as you're witnessing this angus and nick uh, Ramona says, well, I, I, I hate to cut the celebration short, but Julie's been really riding me about getting a sound check in before the performance tonight. So I think I'm going to have to head back over to the stage and get set up. Lake, are you, you, uh, you and your friends coming or? Yeah. Uh, you know, the, the crash course was really exciting and I think I just want to like take a walk and cool off. Do you think they'd let us do the course again? It was so fun. I, I, I wonder, I'm sure I can beat Angus's time if we do it again. Uh, uh, Ramona, it's been really swell meeting you and, and hanging out. Thank you so much, Leica, for the literal VIP treatment. Uh, I'll, I'll, I can let you work. I, I gotta, if there's one thing you, everyone knows about Lake Marsden, she's always looking out for her friends. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna stay here and, and celebrate with my pals. It's, it's been nice to meet you. I think you see like a, a quick flash of like Ramona's not happy that you're kind of ditching her without even really like the nicest ditching in the world. Um, but she completely maintained like it's only a, an instant and, and the smiles back and she's like, well, listen, you take this and she takes off her, um, she's got like a lanyard that identifies her as like a performer and a member of the festival. Um, she pulls it off and, and hands it over to you. You take this so that you can come and catch up with me whenever you're done your little thing here with your little friends. Okay. Oh my God. This is so cool. Thanks. All right. Goodbye. And like gives her like a, the hug where you like throw arms over the shoulders and kick your legs back. Kind of a hug. Aw. Yeah. She reciprocates that. She like spins you around. 
Have a good sound check. Bye, Miss Nova. Yeah, thanks. Listen, Angus, we should we should talk. You're you got some moves out there. Get get my number from Lake. Uh, and Ramona takes off to go do her sound check. Yeah, I have her number. <laughs> so does only Angus get the number, or, or she's already it... gone? <laughs> anyway, you guys are left there at the bottom of the crash course. Where where to next? What's your next play? We we got a whole festival in front of us. We we this is the the time of our lives. I I honestly I really don't care where we go. It's it's look and just like points to the festival at large. Like, uh, yeah. I can't believe you're wanting to cool off, Angus. You're you're always revving to go. Yeah, I guess uh, call it different priorities or something. And Angus has started walking. <laughs> Dang, I guess do the other do the rest of you follow? Uh, yeah, yeah, I think I because I chalk it up to just walking around the festival at this point. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and Angus would be walking in the direction where he would have last seen a member of Jet Collective. He is oh, he's trying to find him. Okay, yeah. if you're heading for Jet Collective, we're also doing that, but getting fried Oreos along the way. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then, uh, yeah, well, I think you're able to catch up to one of the members pretty pretty quickly and pretty easily. You, you kind of tracked them, and you were able to get extricate yourself from that situation pretty quick. Uh, we'll see how that plays out in a moment. Uh, but I think we're going to jump back over to our friend Chester. Uh, you were heading to go try and recover Elliot's tape, yeah? Yeah, from the agent. Uh, I just want to say real quick, uh, Elliot had a lanyard that looked close enough to the performer's lanyards, as we established last time. You sure did. Yeah, you pulled that out of your voidware backpack. Yeah, um, I'm going to give it to Chester before he goes. Sweet. That was going to be my next question is, Chester, are you trying to like stealth your way in, lie your way in, or brute force it? And I guess that's still my question. (laughs) Just because you have a lanyard doesn't mean (laughs) that that decision has been made. How How are you getting backstage? Uh, yeah, so I think, uh, from what I, I know, you, if you have confidence, you can really sell anything, right? So I have a lanyard, uh, I'm going to go with, just try, go in the backstage, walk around. If anybody tries to confront me, you know, I'll kind of pass it off of like, oh, I got to go around and move some gear or whatever and like indicate my armor. Um, and this is, I want to stress, this is like the absolute polar opposite of when you tried to sneak into the rescue facility uh where you had you were not fooling anyone for even half a second you are the most convincing roadie in your power armor with your land you no one questions you for a second. they're just like yeah that is a roadie if i've ever seen one <laughs> if there's one thing chester can pull off it's it's pretending to be a roadie so yeah you uh are able to make your way pretty unimpeded backstage and I think you spot her, uh, you, it, it takes you a second and you see a couple of people like, oh, that might be, no, they look a little too artsy. That's probably not them. Um, but eventually you do see someone who's wearing like a, a pantsuit and uh, just seems a little businessier and kind of fits the description that Elliot gave you. If I see her and I start walking towards her, I am focused. I am like, I am, I have a mission. I'm going to help my friend. Uh, this is complete bull duty and I'm not going to stand for it. So... Uh, I, I start beeline it for her. Fair enough. You see her darting into uh, a trailer that you, I guess you assume is Ramona Nova's, sort of like an RV style, you know, dressing room and trailer area. Uh, do you, do you follow her in? What's, what's Chester's play here? 
Uh, so I get up to the door and I kind of realize, oh, this is like a, a separation. Uh, and, and so I like I knock on the door. But you got to remember, I have a giant gauntlet on. So like I'm hitting like it's, <laughs> I might hit it like a little harder than I intend to. The whole Just trailer like, rocks back and forth a little bit. <laughs> yeah. And you hear from inside like, ah, what? What? Oh, hang on one second. And she comes and opens the door. Yes. All of our gear is already on stage. We don't need anything moved. Thank you. And goes to shut the door again. And I put my hand out to stop it, which should be uh, relatively easy. Yeah, roll me a d6. No, you can stop it. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, actually, uh, I'm here because I understand uh, you take tapes from people. Oh, you've he- heard about the the label? Yeah, yeah. We are accepting submissions. Yes. Did you? Right. Are you a part of a band? Mm. I'm sorry. I'm not not fully aware of. Is is this what you're wearing? Some sort of an instrument? I'm not. I'm not aware of the latest music trends. Um. Well, uh, I am a roadie for, and I like look around the trailer. Flower pots. <laughs> And uh, I am hoping, uh, and I understand that you might have a a tape from somebody that, uh, you know, was ripping off the songs of the pot flowers, flower pots. And I would, I need to reclaim them. Otherwise, the people at um, Sub Pop Records will be very upset if I don't get it back. They And they are libelous. <clears throat> uh, okay, so you think I have a tape from someone who's who's stolen music from a band that you represent? Yes. And the the artist's name is Elliot, and she, she, is, she is shifty. So if you can just give me that tape back real quick... That would be great. She kind of smiles and she's like, I see. Yes, so so you think that that Miss Buchanan that I met earlier has, has stolen a song from one of your clients and, and hmm, interesting, interesting. And, and and while this is happening, I'm now I'm just trying to like quickly scan. Can I like whether it's in the trailer here or like if I can see it some like where would it possibly be? I don't know what kind of check that is because that's definitely outside of the grits playbook. Yeah, <laughs> that's very true. Um, you know what? Let's get a roll for this. I think that's uh, yeah, when in doubt. Uh, so Oh, oh, oh. I um <laughs> I forgot I have this ability cuz it's new. Yeah. It's the thing I borrowed from the chill playbook it's called receptive okay you notice this stuff everybody else is too busy to uh, like hidden panels undiscovered hoverboard spots or gorgeous sunsets i'm just wondering if that might apply here in some regard yeah uh i think then yeah uh, we're gonna use this skill and i think i know exactly how this plays out so juliet kind of turns this over in her brain and takes a moment to think about it and she's like you said you were with Sub Pop Records for Flower Pots was that the band or was it was it Pot Flowers? You seemed a little confused about your own client's name there. It's both of them. 
both 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 bands one one is like a it's a brother and sister oh duo she's like step in step inside the trailer please um and, and invites you in okay i step inside <laughs> and like kind of awkwardly fill up the door yeah she walks over uh grabs a tape deck like a little personal recorder like you know that you would take uh take notes to self on and pops it open and, and holds up a cassette tape and she's like you know it's my business to know everything that is relevant to my client miss nova it's my business to know all of the things that that might be relevant to her that might be a threat to her that might affect her in any way whatsoever and so believe me when i say i've i've researched miss buchanan thoroughly and i don't i don't believe that she has any association with your clients but i do think she has association with you you're part of that slug blasting crew wild gravity weird gravity that's that's you right you're you're um chipster (laughs) (laughs) it's not hard to go on my page and search a couple of hashtags i've seen your face i know who you are and i don't think you represent anyone but as for the tape you're looking for you can have it here and she hands it back to you as i told miss buchanan earlier the issue here isn't isn't some grainy basement tape recording that that she made in her room alone with no one else. The The issue here is that millions of people listen to my client. Millions of people hang on her every word. And no one has heard Miss Buchanan's song. No one knows who she is. No one cares who she is. It doesn't matter who wrote what. What matters is, is what the people hear first. And they're going to hear the song being sung by Ramona Nova before they ever hear it sung by Elliot Buchanan. So take your little tape and go. And quit bothering me. That's kind of where she, like, she turns to dismiss you as though, uh, as though that's all that needs to be said. But this is where your skill comes into play. Because as you're going to leave the room, uh, you notice a little something that maybe not everyone would notice. But, you know, you've, you've been honing a skill, so you notice it. You notice that there is a schedule and an itinerary tacked up to the wall in here next to the mirror. Um, and it shows that Ramona is going up for a sound check right away. And then it shows that there is another band scheduled, uh, uh, an act named Petey Probably is supposed to be going up shortly after that. But it is crossed out in red marker uh, and and it says uh, cancellation and it's underlined. And you basically notice that there's about a half hour slot in the schedule on the main stage uh, that was supposed to have someone performing, but currently is uh, is empty. That's what you notice. I'm looking at the schedule thing... And I'm looking at the tape. I'm looking at the schedule. I look at the tape. I look at her. I look at the schedule. I look at the tape. Good day. (laughs) And then I sip out of the trailer. And I just like look at my watch to see what time it is. Think of the schedule again. I'm like. <laughs> and then I, I it snaps in my brain and I just start charging like, like <laughs> to the point where like I'm I'm going to start heading towards where that door is that separates the backstage from like the the thing and I'm going and like I maybe even trip and like fall over get back up and I'm scrambling and, like I try to push open the door as I go through the door separating but it's way too hard that door flies off just. <laughs> And I'm like wildly looking around for Elliot and like just uh, stopping. Elliot! Elliot! 
Angus, Nick, and Lake, you were making your way. Uh, I mean, Angus, you had a specific goal in mind. I think the other two aren't entirely sure where you're headed. Maybe Nick has some idea because he spotted them too. Are you sure you don't want one of these deep fried Oreos, Angus? Yeah, I think we both have like swag bags and food and like novelties, stickers and shit. We're just like people have noticed that we were winning and they're just handing us stuff as we walk around. Yeah, we've got so many. We've got nine different water bottles. (laughs) Uh, And Angus is like annoyedly like trying to keep a tabs on on this member of Jet Collective, but is also trying to wait for you guys uh, as you make your way through the crowd and collect novelties. Yeah, Angus isn't giving any of the other attractions the time of day. He is pretty focused on what he wants to do, but also isn't going to leave Lake and Nick behind. So he's like, all right, let's go. Oh shit, they've got to hold this place up where you can play the new Nega Dreamcast. (laughs) 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 What? That's, That's not even out in North America. It's not supposed to be out for months. Are you trying to make me fast forward right now? What? <laughs> I will leave you all behind. No, but it's, it's only available in Japan. You know what? No, fine. Play your game. It's fine. But it's the updated version from the friendly computer system. No, I'm saying you can play your game. It's fine. I'll see you later. Uh, I'm going to go with Angus. Or Angus. Lake chases after Angus. Go. What are we even trying to find, Angus? Uh, in that moment where Nick asks, what are we even trying to find? You, uh, you come across uh, the newly regrouped members of Jet Collective. Are they playing the Nega Dreamcast? <laughs> I think they're just kind of doing that thing where they're like off to one side, but also in a busy enough area that like they kind of blend in with the crowd. So you see in front of you a, uh, a tall, thin human with long matted hair uh, wearing ripped jeans and sort of a hoodie that they've uh, sort of pulled up over their, over their head to be inconspicuous. Uh, next to him, you see a couple of figures that appear to be human at first, but their large glowing eyes reveal them to be from the plane of Operablum, which is a dimension that you guys haven't actually been to yet. But you know enough about Operablum to spot an Operablin. Um, they both have, uh, asymmetrical haircuts with, like, shaved sections, uh, and they got their arms around each other, and they're both wearing, like, like, they're so artsy looking with their cool haircuts and their, like, tattoo sleeves and stuff, and then they've got like ball caps just like very nondescript ball caps with no logos on them <laughs> it's like honestly more conspicuous than if they had just gone the way they look but pulled down low with the brim down trying to trying to be stealthy uh, and then next to them you see a copper-skinned Thenis spartian pacing back and forth frustratedly with all four arms crossed she's wearing a leather vest and uh and some black pants tucked into scuffed combat boots uh and she's got a let's say a knit cap that she's kind of slung over and uh and like a, a shawl of some kind like they're all kind of trying to like keep it low profile uh, and as you approach you hear them going like all right so are we are we doing this or not i don't know the security's pretty tight there's a lot of orbs around no i think we can do it hey uh anybody got a light and angus is holding up a cigarette the thenis spartian uh with one of four hands like without even looking your direction pulls a lighter out of her pocket and like holds it over and flicks it Thanks. With the other three arms still crossed. <laughs> I'm Angus from Weird Gravity. Yeah, I think Thenis Spartan doesn't give you give you the time of day, but uh, one of the Operablins kind of like smacks her on the shoulder and is like, it's the, it's the kid from the thing. And she looks over and is like, oh, hey, yeah, you're the one from the, you're the one that handed Lazy Bunny their asses. Nice job. Damn right. This is Nick, second place. I also did some ass handing. Yeah, no <laughs> doubt you did. I saw you zipping in it. You sliced through reality with that that sword. What is that? That's like a mega friction sword, but it looks like it's, you you modded it or something. 
Yeah, I call it my Negatana. Hey, I'm 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 like I and then she like stifles back a, a an energy drink burp. But I'm like, hi. The dude with the long matted hair in the back who hasn't said anything yet is like, glitch girl! <laughs> and like throws out a hand to do the like, the full on like predator handshake with you where you grab each other's forearms. Yeah, I think she had, she puts out her right hand and his takes on a weird uh, like VHS static over like, <laughs> like ha, gnarly. The, uh, the one operablin says something in operablin that you can't understand or parse, but the other one is like, Listen, we're really psyched to meet you guys, and this you, you know you put on a hell of a show up there. And anyone who's not a friend of Lazy Bunny is a friend of ours. But uh, we we got stuff going on right now, and we we don't really want to trying to keep a low profile. So if you guys wouldn't mind moving on, we can we can maybe connect on my page later or something. I mean that would be awesome, and I'm happy to to be friends with y'all. And friends help each other out, right? Yeah, the guy in the back is, is picking up what you're laying down and is like, Yeah, man, come on, cut him in. They were awesome up there. We can use them. Hey, sup, I'm Butcher. And uh, goes to give you the, a similar forearm grip handshake. Uh, this is uh, this is Farnham and Alexandria, And he points to the two from Upper Avon. Uh, and this over here is Savitri. And Savitri just kind of gives like a, a nod. Still got her arms crossed and is just kind of like appraising you guys, trying to figure out if you're cool enough. Oh, I should double check. Um... We're not doing anything, like, super illegal, are we? Like, Lake's mom is involved with doorways. But don't, don't out me, what? Sh- sh- shut up, dude. Oh, come on, we busted out that protest, you're cool. <laughs> like... Oh, yeah, that was you guys, we saw the stream, that was dope. <laughs> yeah. Come on, Farn, you gotta, you gotta cut these guys in, they're cool. I, I vouch for them, right? And if I vouch for them, and he's kind of like, Giving a, a cocky smile, like, come on, Farn, we can do this. Come on, Farn. <laughs> and Farn's like, hey, he gets to, I mean, he shouldn't even call me that, but you don't get to come. All right, fine, whatever. Listen, if you guys wanted to run interference or something, we, we are planning a little bit of a piece of performance art, let's call it. Hell yeah. We're, uh, we're not too happy with the direction this festival's been going in lately, and uh, I think we want to want to make it known exactly what we think of it so uh we're gonna we're gonna put on a bit of a show for the people here even though we couldn't couldn't be here in an official capacity we're still gonna make our presence felt if you guys get what i mean but uh we could use someone to sort of run interference and and get those orbs attention so that they're not looking at us when we try and do what we want to do oh that'd be easy they're already on the lookout for us oh yeah we're real good at getting their attention (laughs) butcher's like see i told you they'd be useful that's awesome uh, and Savitri's like, you guys are, you guys are like already wanted by the orbs. What did you do? Uh, they weren't big fans of teleportation on the ground. It's a whole spaghetti mincemeat situation. One of them saw me <laughs> peeing behind a porta potty because I couldn't wait in line. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Savitri's kind of like nods in approval and is like, yeah, all right. I mean, the orbs are after him anyway. Give us a chance to, to do what we want to do. And Farnham's like, all right. In about, and he kind of checks his, his watch and is like, in in half an hour, it would be very useful to us if there weren't a lot of security orbs around the main pavilion with the big Miper hologram. You guys catch my drift? You think you can make that happen? Uh, okay. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'm sure we can We can find something somewhere else and, and get that going. Hang on, Lake, Lake quickly checks the schedule. She was excited to see uh, PD probably, and she's wondering if that's going to conflict. <laughs> Ernest question. <laughs> like, like Lake's in. It just reminds going to mile a minute. She's just curious. 
you see uh, nearby a schedule board where they've got like the next few acts for the main stage. And you see one someone in a festival t-shirt come along and put a little red canceled sticker next to next to Petey Probably's name. Cool. And when, when would that have been? Uh, in half an hour. Oh, she's like, wow, my, my afternoon just freed up. Absolutely. <laughs> we do, do you want to do it? And she like tries to sound cool. She's like, do we want to do a Drow Lab scramble? Uh, referring to the time with the foam and the multiple copies. I think Farnham turns to Butcher and is like, they better not mess this up for us. If we staked all of the success of today on a bunch of posers, I'm I'm not letting you live it down. And Butcher's like, no, nah, man, no, nah, they're cool. You guys are cool, right? Yeah, we do this all the time. Absolutely. Nah, we're losers. Oh. <laughs> Butcher's like, uh, Savitri actually is like, I, I like this one. Yeah, I, I'm on board. I, I think we can trust him. Anyway, we got to get out of here before we get spotted. Uh, and they all pull down their ball caps and, and flip up their hoodies and, and make their way away. Like half an hour, don't forget. Thanks for the light. Savitri winks at you. Uh, and off they go, disappearing into the crowd. Uh, Angus is grinning and he turns to the others and says, well, all right, let's, uh, we should go see Elliot and Chester and see what ended up happening with them and Ramona, I guess. Sure, we can make it back in a half an hour, I think. Yeah, Totally. Will there be time in the half hour to check out the Nega Dreamcast? <laughs> yes, Nick, there will be time to check out the Nega Dreamcast. Do we want to go right? No, no, I need to see Elliot and Chester. Let's go find them, and then we'll play your little video game. <laughs> why, don't you, why don't you go find Elliot and Chester? We'll go play video games. Done. Deal. Sure. <laughs> so, uh, speaking of Elliot and Chester, let's uh, let's cut back. And we're going to cut back to Elliot specifically. Um, Chester has just taken off to go uh, take a look for your tape and see what he can figure out. You're sitting outside the performer area still. You're, you're like, near the main stage because we established that that's kind of right next to each other. One act has just finished up. I, I think might have even still been in Elvira and Whistle from last time is, is wrapping their stuff up or, or maybe another band. You're standing there by the main stage uh, as one act finishes up. And uh, the, the crowd kind of disperses a little bit. Like, I think everyone knows that, like, oh, it's change over time. And there's, like, there's nothing scheduled for right now. And then uh, there, uh, you hear a, a round of cheers go up kind of unexpectedly. Like, suddenly you hear a bunch of people over on one side go, woo-hoo! Uh, as you see Ramona Nova taking the stage. And she sort of waves to everyone and is like, all right, all right, everybody, don't get too excited. It's not not the big show yet. I'm just here to do a quick sound check, make sure everything's running. You guys get a little sneak peek, all right? And she kind of winks at the crowd and they all, like, lose it. They're like, oh, we love you, Ramona! Oh, my God! And as you look on, Ramona begins her sound check. You were never there for me. Did you ever care for me? You are the piece of what I had. But you didn't like the person that you got. just like it's just her and a microphone up there but you see her kind of with the one arm that is all like tattooed with circuitry she's kind of playing almost like a keyboard that is modulating her own voice in real time Uh, and she finishes up her song and a crowd 
absolutely loses it and they're they're blown away uh, and she kind of turns to the sound booth and is like you guys got enough you got what you need sick all right we'll see you guys at, ma- at headliner time stay cool everybody uh and she recedes back into the back that was so rad <laughs> what R- R- robin uh mm-hmm. is were those the lyrics to elliot's song no this is in a uh well it's a ramona nova original which now now you've learned might not mean very much, but it's not Elliot's song specifically. Oh, g- good. <laughs> <laughs> Whew, crisis averted. Um, no, this is this is one off of her album, one that that folks would recognize or whatever. All I have are my own words. <laughs> oh, damn. Listen, it's not subtle. Spicy. <laughs> <laughs> Just like really, really low under her breath. She's like. Boo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm picturing Elliot is like watching this from a distance because there's people like crowding up to the stage to get close and try and like get a get a glimpse of Ramona. Uh, but I I doubt that you're one of them. So I think instead you're you're you know at a distance and just kind of like quietly uh, seething as you uh, hear these hypocritical uh, words being sung in in your direction. Uh, and it's at that point that uh, that Chester comes jogging up and is like, uh, Chester, can we get that one more time? What what are you yelling? <laughs> Elliot! <laughs> Elliot! It's fine. I'm here. I, I've come to you. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> okay. I got your tape. I got your tape back. Here you go. Thank you. But guess what? I've just found out. And I, and I pay, I, I take it. Elliot by by the like the scruff of the neck, Elliot. What? There, there, there's an open space on the schedule. Uh, Petey probably is not going to be playing. We we need to get you in there. What me play in front of everybody? Yeah, play play your song so that way everybody knows it's your song before anybody else. Oh my god. Oh. And I like I just I take her under my arms and just like. Like a football, like she's like a football to me. <laughs> and then <laughs> like, go, go. My uh, my right arm out, just like doing the whole thing. Again. And, uh, but, but Petey probably is not supposed to play for another like half hour or so, right? You guys, yeah, it's, it's not a, whatever we need it to be. It's not a super specific yeah, time. Like you've got, be. you got a little bit of time before, before it's Petey probably showtime. But how am I supposed to get up there? They're not going to let me through, but like... And, and I turn to her under my arm, and I'm just like, look, let's not worry too much about that. And I go back towards that uh, doorway, and uh, I put Elliot down. I uh, take her by the hand, and I try to, like, walk towards with uh, with the lanyard out. But, like, with my, my, my gauntlet hand kind of covering the front of it, so you can just see a little bit of it. And I'm going to try to, like, uh, wave it uh in front of them you know just like uh she she's with me <laughs> okay this is where we'll we will get a roll because i feel like there's been enough back and forth like you you were able to get back through there once but then you left but then you came back and all the time all the while it's been like a uh somewhat forged like i i think at some point someone's going to start to take notice maybe so we we do need a roll for this uh but let me know what you're adding to it if you're trying to look cool etc and we'll and we'll resolve this uh this plan of attack here Okay, uh, well, I can't really apply anything for my team or for myself, but I'm hoping that I could use that last hype die from the team to maybe help me out on this. Absolutely. 
Yeah. Definitely. Uh, okay, here we go. Okay. Hmm? Dang it. <laughs> Dave? <laughs> hmm, a two and a three. Oh, boy. Yeah, that's going to be a failure. I think pretty quickly one of those silver orbs zeroes in and is like, hey, uh, they all have the same voice. Hey, didn't you just leave from back there? What? What's the big idea here? What? What? What's your business backstage? The person that's supposed to replace uh, Petey probably is r right here, so maybe you should just let her through. I think it zips right up to you and sort of scans the ID badge and realizes that, that like it's it's not actually like it's it's a pretty convincing copy, but there's not actually a name on it there, and it doesn't have your picture on it. And then sort of scans you and is like. Wait a minute! You're you're the guy who who crushed. Okay, uh, I'm pun I'm punching. <laughs> you're the guy who crushed Melvin I earlier. You crushed my buddy. No, this is not. And you can take a swing, but you've already made your one roll, which was a failure and a problem. Your failure yes. is that you don't get past. Your problem is he's gonna get a zap in on you uh, before yep. before you take a swing. So uh, he is uh, gonna give you one slam. You're gonna have the the slam of zapped, uh, unless you wanna do something about that. Would push through my once per run, you can ignore slams such as exhausted, haggard, poisoned, sickened, etc. Uh, would that apply in this case? I mean, you're literally pushing through. Does it mean you already have to have the slam and you're able to act despite the slam? I, no, I think it would be like as you as you take on a slam, uh, you can sort of ignore it. However, I do think uh, like like the spirit of that one, I think, is like you're you're pushing through physical exhaustion and pain and whatnot. Uh, so let's let's do this. You already had a slam on your on your card of banged up, uh, and I right. think that's the one that disappears. Is you're gonna you're gonna push through that and and like <laughs> you get a kind of a crank two style jolt from the <laughs> from getting zapped. Uh, so you're you're swapping zapped for banged up, but you're not taking on a new slam. So with that, uh, I, I guess I get a mark two style because of that push through. Ah, damn it, you do too. <laughs> Yeah, I do. All right, take yeah. your style. And I turn over my shoulder as I'm like doing so to Elliot, just like, get in there. And then I'm going to try to tear and rip uh, this thing apart. Gotcha. You're going to fight an orb and hopefully let Elliot pass by. That's I think right. let's, before you get your word, get your next roll, this is the moment when uh, Angus and Nick and Lake all catch sight of you and you uh, you guys are looking around for Elliot and Chester to see what happened uh, and you spot Chester uh, squaring off against an orb uh, as Elliot looks on from nearby. Nick and Lake, you are decked out in uh, Nega Dreamcast uh, promotional t-shirts <laughs> and uh, wrist, like those rubber wristbands that were popular, like the Livestrong yeah. bracelet, but it says uh, oh, yeah. Nega Dreamcast and uh, just, yeah, all kinds of, of sweet, sweet swag. And uh, as you as you approach, you see Chester squaring off. Uh, yeah, what do you, what do you guys do? Cyber, whoa, what's going on here? <laughs> oh. <laughs> I guess Jet Collective is gonna have to pull off their plans sooner than we thought.